Willkommen zu Hans Toberfest Pod 2. Das ist Herausgabe 2 und Wirsig auf Popcast, aka The Tomcast Podcast. Und du, mein kleiner Lieblings, sind der Fischer Puppets. Mein Name ist Tom und zurück zum Spaß, das über super fantastisch, still, Roger Smith. Er ist extra mega groß. Er ist extra mega groß auf Twitter und Instagram. Wie geht's, Roger? <laughs> yeah, guten Tag is all I had. Hey, all right. That's okay. A little bit of a similar opening, but hey, this is part two of Hans Hoberfest. We're still celebrating. The party's raging. The Hans Hosen is, is everywhere. Yes. So much Hans Hosen. The Hansening is in full effect. <laughs> there's pictures. There's glass everywhere. It's insane. <laughs> it's, I hope you're having as much fun with your Hans Hoberfest as we are. This is, this is it, though. This is the culmination Uh, of, of the two-week-long extravaganza of Hans Toberfest. This is the apex. <laughs> It doesn't get better than this. <laughs> oh, please let's show your love and support for this awesome Hans Toberfest-centric show uh, by giving us a, a, a five-star review and, and following us on social media at Topcast... Topcast? No. <laughs> at Tomcast underscore Popcast on Twitter and at the Tomcast Popcast. Excuse me, at the Tomcast underscore Popcast on Instagram. And if you're so inclined, you can join Pophead Nation at patreon.com slash TomcastPopcast. It's going to be cool. There's good stuff coming for you. Anyone who wants to be a Patreon. Yeah, join on in. Remember, this is the pop culture podcast that knows that the movie Das Boot is about a submarine and not footwear. That's unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> As Hans Toberfest continues, the, the, you know, we're going to let the party go. Yeah. There, people are going to be raging behind us. You know, the beer stein holding contest is happening. Oh, yeah. The, the chicken dance is over there in the corner. <laughs> and, 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 but we have a show to do because yes. a lot of things have happened. It has indeed. So many things. Uh, and, and, and you and I want to talk about them. Yeah. And we hope the nice <laughs> people want to listen. Hopefully. Let's talk about the big thing that happened shortly after we dropped our show last week. Yes. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. All right. Everyone can stop freaking out. <laughs> I hate to say I told you so, but I think we told you so. I, I think we did. So I'm going to say I told you so. <laughs> you heard it here first. Hey, guys. billionaires want to stay billionaires. They're going to figure it out. Yeah, this is what they do. But uh, what, what's kind of interesting, what's kind of exciting about, about this uh, connection. Oh, hey, look at that. Home run. Tampa Bay whooping up on the A's. <laughs> it's baseball playoff time, baby. Yeah, it's a rare thing in the in the in the in the, in the podcast universe. We're gonna have the TV on, but it's the wild card game, and yeah. I want to see. I I don't care for Oakland. Yeah, <laughs> so I would say if you do, but <laughs> they play in a dump of a ballpark. <laughs> and, and anyways, let's get back to Spider Man. <laughs> um, what was interesting about the Spider Man news itself is what was what just came out today about mm -hmm. the about this negotiation between Sony and Disney, uh, and that's that Spider Man himself. Tom Holland mm. uh, made, made pleas to, to both Disney and Sony executives to reach a new deal, to make it happen, to come together for the better of all. And, and that's what happened. I mean, they, they, they made it work. They figured out the numbers. They, they, they reached something that everyone could be happy with. Mm. Uh, the new split is 75 to 25%. Mm. So 75% Sony, 24% Marvel, uh, Marvel Disney. Yeah. Uh, uh, they, Marvel Disney is going to be a part of, of Spider-Man movies The solo Spider-Man movies going forward. Uh, Spider-Man will be part of the MCU going forward, at least for one more picture, possibly two. There's, yeah. there's still some hammering out of things, yeah, it sounds yeah. like. Um, and, you know, that split's pretty good because it's still more money than Roger and I will ever see in our lives combined. Probably. Uh, I'd imagine. <laughs> I mean, unless Roger's got a secret fortune somewhere. <laughs> My secret Bruce Wayne stash. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I had no idea I was doing a podcast with Batman. <laughs> Um, so yeah, it's super cool. I think it's great news and it's, it's, I think it's really cool that Tom Holland of all people was, yeah. was kind of behind the scenes trying to make it happen. 
yeah, it's it's very much in Peter Parker-esque character to try to get people to get along. And, and when Spider-Man speaks, people listen. This is true. So yeah, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I hope I hope we just, you know, I, I, I assume he just made them realize like there's a lot of money to be made here, and you yeah. guys are bickering over quarters. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> At that point, with that much money behind it, you're just like, come on, guys, let's let's make this happen. Yeah. So I, I think we all. We, we live in an age of, of instant reaction mm-hmm. and instant overreaction. True. You know, people were, <laughs> were swearing off the Sony Spider-Man films, yeah. you know, almost immediately as the news broke. And we're like, take a breath. <laughs> yeah. Let's take a breath. And Some time. We, we took a breath. The, we collectively inhaled, exhaled, and now Spider-Man's back. Yeah. And the world can go on living. <laughs> and it's great. It's because it looks like Spider-Man's got a big play, role to play. Coming up in the MCU. Yeah, definitely. So I'm stoked. Roger stoked. Yeah. But, I, you know, I can't say I'm blown away by the news. I mean, I'm glad it happened, though. Yeah, yeah. I think it was only a matter of time. And, and like you said, we, we definitely predicted this. We knew it was just going to be a matter of time. There was no way they would leave this money on the table. Right. Right. I mean, that's just silliness, right? Yeah. All right. Let's let's take a quick pause because we have a beer in front of us because it is Hanstoberfest. Yes. And uh, I want you to tell the good people we have. We're back at it again with some more Karl Strauss Hans Toberfest beer. Oh my goodness. Just for us, the special Hans Toberfest brew was done. Okay, maybe not. It might just be the regular Oktoberfest. I don't <laughs> want to be. mislead anybody. <laughs> we, we just put some Sharpie over it. But yeah, no, it's, it's, <laughs> we just put a picture of it? Alan Rickman right over the O. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I think we uh, I think we had this one last time. We had it last week, but it was it was so lovely that we, that we had, we had to do it again. Have, yeah, yeah, we had to have it back. Yeah, no, it was actually funny because uh, Tom had it in store last week for us to drink, and I actually had some in store for us to drink that we ended up saving for this week. <laughs> so you know, I went all in with the uh, with the Costco twenty four pack, as it were. Nice. So I'm like, we're doing Hans Toberfest right. So let, let, let's ask the important question. Yes. You got the 24-pack from Costco. Mm-hmm. How much damage have you done to it? Oh, let's see. At this point, probably about halfway through. Okay, very nice. Well, Not bad. That's a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I I've mean, definitely... I drink so easy. Yeah, definitely definitely had a few here and there, so we're doing good. <laughs> I didn't get a chance to ask you. Um, this is, a you know... I'm sorry, it's a bit divergent here from the pop culture world, but <laughs> did you get a chance to try the the, the Oktoberfest from Pariah yet? Our that's, friends at Pariah Brewing Company. That's next on the agenda, actually. Okay. Yeah, so okay. I'm either going to hit there either tonight or tomorrow. We'll see. It's but, quite uh, lovely. Yes. I, uh, I think you'll enjoy. Yeah, I, I've had a sip in the past, but uh, no more than that. So I want to see the, the finished product. <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to get that cool stein as well? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, yeah, I am. Um, Ask them if, if they could uh, hang on to one for me since I wasn't at the event. So hopefully I'll be able to, you know, pay for that and get my fill. Nice. So should nice. be good. But you won't be getting the food. The food's gone. Sadly, no. I missed out on the yeah, brats and the all pretzels by you. I will neither confirm <laughs> nor deny <laughs> such statements. <laughs> nice. Uh, let's get back to the news here. We'll stay with comic book stuff because uh, there's a lot of that right now. We like comics. So I'm curious what you thought. This was an article I came across just, I think it was just either this morning or yesterday. Uh, James Gunn, mm-hmm. the director of, of fine films like Guardians of the Galaxy 1, mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, yes. and other things like Slither and stuff like that, <laughs> other fun genres, genre films. It's fun. Um, he was out on Twitter. Uh, he's getting ready to to start filming Suicide Squad. Yeah. And so that means he is a man playing in two uni- two universes. Yeah. And he seems very excited to be doing so. And I think a lot of people are very excited that he's doing this as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he, um, he came out and was kind of pointing out the fact that a lot of Marvel and DC fans are kind of against each other. Uh-huh. Uh, I'll, I'll read his Twitter uh, quotes here, okay? This is from James Gunn's Twitter feed. It says... Uh, they made they made me referring to Marvel uh, in a, this incredible scrapbook of our journey so far on Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, it's a thick tome packed with memories that brought a tear to my eye. As I've said many times, at the end of the day, Marvel and DC fans have a lot more in common than they do not. I am now and have been for almost all of my life both. Mm-hmm. Maybe you like one more than the other. That's cool, but that doesn't mean you can't enjoy them all. Or that you have to be, or that you have to tear the other down. Sure. 
I know I and my partners at both Marvel and DC believe what's good for one studio is generally good for all, spurring each other on daily with heartfelt, spectacular, and innovative entertainment that keeps audiences around the world loving movies based on or inspired by sequential art. Nice. Yeah, it is really <laughs> nice. It's, um, you know, I mean, this has always been a thing in, in the comic book community, you know, sure. Mar- you're a Marvel guy or you're a DC guy. Yeah. I, I at, at various points in my comic book reading career now, which spans <laughs> almost 30 years, um, have been both, yeah. just like James Gunn has. I mean, there, there have been times when Marvel has been just absolutely on fire. Yeah. And, 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 Disney, and DC's been in the toilet. But it's, it's flipped around, too, where there's, there's been periods, especially like in the mid-'90s when, when Marvel was bankrupt, mm-hmm. uh, not just financially, but like creatively bankrupt as well. And they were not doing as good. Not, yeah. They were not making good, fun comic books. But DC was riding the crest of, of, of high creativity. Oh, yes. So, I mean, I, I, I like to think that I can, I can walk between worlds, <laughs> much like the anti-monitor, and, 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 and appreciate both companies at various times or at the same time. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. Yeah. Yeah. I, I still get Marvel. I still get DC books. Sure. And but it is funny how there is a, a, a sort of loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, it's Marvel only. You know, make mine Marvel. <laughs> and you know, DC is, is you know DC people are the same way. So yeah. a, a lot DC people is DC people have been k- kicked in the balls for a while too. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of feel for them on it. You know. Yeah. But uh, I think James Gunn is sending a good message out that, you know, it's, it's cool. Like, you don't have to like Aquaman, but you don't have to, like, knock him down either. Sure. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like it, the spirit of it. But, I, you know, I feel like um, fandom is, is teetering on the verge of becoming, like, irredeemably toxic. Yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. And, and so I do, I do like this message and hopefully, like, curbing that to some extent. Yeah, you know, I don't know what kind of impact it will really have or if it really resonate to any any <laughs> any sense. I mean, the biggest thing I think that will happen that could happen, mm-hmm. at least as far as movies go, sure, is DC starts making some good ones. Yeah, I mean that, that that's probably the surest far, surefire way to remedy the 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 kind of battle between Marvel and DC fans. Yeah, definitely. And I guess we'll see this Friday when Joker comes out. Oof. That's going to be kind of the uh, first step in whatever direction they're going to take from here on out. That's a good point. And do you, do you have plans to go to the theater? Oh, yeah. I got tickets Friday afternoon. Oh, my. All yes. right. You might be uh, uh, responsible for giving us a review. Oh, yeah. I'll be the man in the streets. I'll make that happen. <laughs> oh, very nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm still, I'm still trying to figure out when the hell I can go see it. Sure, yeah. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> uh, I just don't know when. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we'll see. But, I'll, yeah, I'll definitely... Already got tickets and everything, so that's going to happen. And uh, like I said, we'll see with that where where DC goes from here. Yeah, I mean it's 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 an important time for DC right now. I mean, yeah. uh, uh, Wonder Woman was was a success mm-hmm. and and a good movie. Yeah, Aquaman <clears throat> was a success, and I still think a good movie. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's not a deep thinker. <clears throat> no, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, the initial reviews of Joker are positive. Mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. Two is coming up very, very quickly. Yeah. And now we have uh, James Gunn's uh, Suicide Squad to look forward to as well. Yeah. So it, it's, it, it's, it's important for DC yeah. to, to make sure they're on top of things. Yeah. And, and there's another thing coming out too, but we're going to yeah, yeah. talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah. Don't get ahead. Don't get ahead of me, Roger. All right. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait. What's this I have in my hands? What? Whoa. Did you see the trailer for the DC Comics Birds of Prey movie? Yeah. <laughs> and most shockingly to me, I like I don't know if I miss this announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, the there's a, like a, a super long subtitle for it as well. Yeah, yeah. It's it is officially now titled "Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of the Fabulous Harley Quinn." Yeah. <laughs> Roger, what was your uh, your first reaction to watching that trailer on the, on the on the big screen? You know, they definitely took Harley's characterization a step up from Suicide Squad. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything that I saw from the trailer is basically spot on what I would imagine her character to be like if you were basing it off the animated series Harley Quinn, you know, like that's I mean, that's where she comes from. That's where you got to get those roots from, you know, and there's a stronger emphasis on her accent. There's uh seems to just be like a stronger emphasis on her overall just crazy everywhereness and uh just kind of that that weird innocence yet like devious nature of Harley mm-hmm, Quinn. Mm-hmm. 
but um, yeah, no, I was really uh, optimistic uh, after watching the trailer. Uh, Ewan McGregor stole it, you know, <laughs> just in the few scenes that you see him and you're just like, oh, wow, like he's he's going to play this guy. You know, he's got black mask. I, I think he's going to he's going to do a good job with it. I, I agree with you. I, I like the trailer quite a bit. I yeah. was I was pretty uh, stoked on the on the vibe and the tone they're going for with it. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun watch. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a, a kind of an. I think it has the potential to be a. I'm going to use the word important here, but I don't mean important in the sense that like it's like some grandiose, yeah. you know, highfalutin movie or anything like that. But <laughs> I think it's going to be inf- important for DC films with yeah. the, with, the, with it, the tone it seems to be implying here. Sure. Especially yeah. with like the strong feminist vibe to it, mm-hmm. which I am all for. Give me more <laughs> of that. But I'm, I I did have questions mm-hmm. and concerns. That maybe you can help alleviate or answer. All right. Because I'll be honest, I don't necessarily read too much about some of the things that go into like the filming or, uh, of, of pictures because I, you know, it's one of those things I wrestle with where I don't yeah. want to know too much going into something. Sometimes, you know, sure. I, I like watching trailers and kind of like that being the thing that exposes, you know, scenes and the and the looks of the characters to me. Mm-hmm. You know, like like when Marvel did the the big reveal of the Eternals. Uh, with the concept drawings and stuff like that, yeah, I would have rather have not seen that until I saw yeah. a trailer like, okay. personally. Yeah, <laughs> but that's that's me, and I mean that's my own thing. So I mean whatever. Sure. But I, the thing that caught my attention was okay. So this is this is Birds of Prey, mm-hmm. and we know what characters are in this movie. You know we have comic book name wise. Well, let's say comic book name wise. Yeah. We have Harley Quinn. We have the Huntress. We have Black Canary. Mm-hmm. They don't really look like themselves though. Are we no. going? Are, are we going costumeless? Is that the thing here? I don't know. That's that's what it seems like so far. I mean, nobody is in a traditional costume per se. Mm-hmm. So I mean, the closest thing is probably Black Mask, and that's only because Black Mask wears what just a nice suit, you know? Well, <laughs> no. Be, well, wait. Okay, so here, let me back this up a second because you might know a different Black Mask than I know. Okay, is because you're you're much more immersed in in the New Fifty Two in the Rebirth mm-hmm. universe than I am. Sure. Does he have a normal face now? No, no, no. I mean, that's see, that's that's kind of a thing because in some iterations it's like a mask, and in some it's like kind of his, part of his face. his face. Yeah. So I don't know. I I feel like maybe they're going to take it in the route that you know he's got the mask, and then something happens and will get burned onto his face or something. Who okay. Knows? That's that. That's what I wonder. I didn't. I didn't get too hung up on that with black mask because I was like, well, this yeah. might be like kind of like him becoming, becoming yeah, more of the literal black mask. That's what I figured too. Um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree that like, it's, it is kind of weird to see that like none of them had an outfit per se, but, but it's also possible that it's more of that, I guess the only, and I just thought of this now, so I wasn't trying to ambush you. Oh no, it's fine. (laughs) The only thing I could think of, and I thought of it, like I said, just like seconds ago, (laughs) it's, you know, it's not like Harley's wearing her traditional costume. I mean, when Suicide Squad came out, they kind of took the, the, Harley Quinn costume and threw that out the window. Yeah, there was like literally one scene. So, so for, you know, perhaps uh, uh, Huntress and, and Black Canary got a little of the, the, the re... I don't know. What's the good word? Makeover? Like a <laughs> yeah. Harley Quinn kind of makeover, perhaps? Possibly. I mean, I would like to see at least some sort of homage to the original outfits, but I can see them kind of straying away from that, too. I am a big fan of the the Gail Simone run of the of the Birds of Birds of Prey comic uh-huh. book, it was one of my favorites. But it also featured two of my favorite iterations of of costumes. The Black Canary costume that she wore in that comic book was awesome, mm-hmm. and the Huntress's costume in that comic book was awesome. Yeah. And so it's kind of I'm a little a little tiny bit sad. Yeah. That I'm not seeing that necessarily brought to life, but I don't know. I mean, it's a two minute trailer. I That's don't know. True. And we hardly saw any of them to be honest. Mm-hmm. Like. It was mostly just... It was very Harley-centric. Yeah, and you saw them for maybe three sections of the trailer. No, I definitely got the impression from the trailer that they're trying to um, let people know that this isn't going to be the Suicide Squad. This is going to be a a different beast. Uh Like That may be Harley that you know from Suicide Squad, (laughs) but this isn't that movie. Sure. And and I think that's... I mean, I guess you have to distance yourself from it to a certain extent. Um, I, I think the one thing I was surprised by, and I don't know if I just missed this casting an- announcement, mm. but I had no idea Rosie Perez was in this movie. Mm. <laughs> and I had to look up what character she was playing. <laughs> and then I was really confused because like, that's what they're doing with that? Yeah. Because um, she's playing uh, Renee Montoya. 
yeah. who was a character who, who debuted, like Harley Quinn, uh-huh. came from Batman the Animated Series yeah, and would yeah. eventually make the transition into the main DC universe of comic books. And I guess I just had a different take on that character. Yeah. We'll see what they end up doing in the film. Mm-hmm. I would love to be uh, shown something else. Sure. Shown that I'm wrong, I, I guess is what I want to say. <laughs> Uh, but I, I'm optimistic about this film. I think it does look very good. I think it does. It looks like it's uh, pretty strong. Mm-hmm. Like you said, Ewan McGregor's uh, just stealing scenes in that trailer. Oh, yeah. Just everything looks awesome. <laughs> and he definitely seems to be the character who is uh, uh, hung up on, on Harlequin now instead of Joker. Sure. Oh, Tampa Bay just hit another home run. They're doing pretty oh, good. They for are you, doing pretty good. For Oakland, you baseball fans out there. You losers. It's only <laughs> the top of the third. It's 4 nothing. My goodness. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. McGregor looks great. Mm-hmm. Margot Robbie's always great. She's yeah. quickly become one of my favorites. She's yeah. super good. Yeah, it's crazy how like she just kind of almost seemingly came out of nowhere and just came up to be such an awesome character in everything, it seems like. It, it really, really does. She, um, <laughs> so check it out. If you guys haven't had a chance to take a look at the trailer, mm-hmm. uh, it's very, very cool, very colorful. It, it There's... Sound of, kind of a similar tone mm-hmm. as far as like the color patterns go from like the way Suicide Squad was done. Sure, like they, like it does look like it's part of that world. Uh huh. Which I do like. I do, I like that they're not so like throwing everything out. Sure. Yeah. You know, like yeah, Suicide Squad might have had some missteps, but clearly we're still in that world, and you know, clearly Margot still likes playing Harley. Yeah, and I mean, who wouldn't? <laughs> yeah, like, I, I, you know, Harley's on the uh, Harley's on the roster for Suicide Squad too. Yeah. So I ain't mad at that. Yep. Should be good. All right. Watch the trailer. Let us know what you think. For sure. Hey, trailers. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. I you love, love them. them. <laughs> Did you catch this new one for Terminator Dark Fate? Yes. And I think it's from Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. Most of it, or at least half of it, was probably in Spanish. Yeah. It was interesting which halves were in Spanish and which weren't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like any lines from anyone... From north of the border, apparently, were, or from Austria, were uh, in English. <laughs> yes. Or Arnold's version of English. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we got a better look at... at not, we still don't know a lot about the plot, but we got a better feel for it than we did in the first trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you take away from it? Uh, yeah, no, it definitely. I thought it was, a, it was a completely different take than anything we've seen so far. It really uh, outlined the... Uh, Newer character, you know, we don't really know any names, or if it did in the trailer, I, I didn't catch them. But, um, you know, the new uh, Latina main character, it really outlined more of where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. And it seems to be that the new, new Terminator, I guess we'll call her, <laughs> is sent back to protect her for some reason. Yeah, the new, the new, I guess, possible Sarah Connor-esque yeah. character is, uh, is named Danny Ramos, and she's played by uh, Natalia Reyes. Okay, yeah, no, and she seems to be the intended target. We don't know why. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of cool. Like you know, the uh, new bad Terminator. It's so hard without knowing their designations. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, uh, it's like you can't uh, say the T eight hundred versus no, the T one thousand. You know? I mean, IMDb's no help. It says you know, it says Gabriel Luna. The ter- it says Terminator. Okay, and then it says Arnold Schwarzenegger, the Terminator. <laughs> He's the Terminator. <laughs> so he gets the, and Gabriel Luna's just. Terminator. He is a Terminator, but he's not the Terminator. <laughs> right. And then there's another actor in here, uh, uh, Brett Azar, who's listed as T-800. Oh, so, interesting. So we're, we might get another another I, old school Terminator. I I don't know. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. Most likely. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, no, I thought it was, it was interesting to see. I mean, it basically looks like she's just a normal person, which is kind of like, you know, Sarah Connor in some regard where... She was just a normal person down on her luck, just living out her life. And then the Terminator happened <laughs> and Kyle Reese comes back and all that. And it looks like it's going to be a lot of the same, except she's going to have a lot more backup this time. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm definitely interested in, in what the hell's going on. Uh-huh. Um, but this might be the most excited I've been for a Terminator flick in a, in a little while. I was I was pretty stoked when... Oh, I forget the name of the one. Uh, the one that had Christian Bale in it. Uh, and that was ended up being a real big bummer. Judgment? Or... No. No. It wasn't Judgment. It was 
Salvation? Salvation. Okay. Yeah, yeah you're right. <laughs> I, w- I, you know, I thought that was going to be pretty good from the trailers. It was not. It wasn't great. And the twist in that was just like, really? That's where we're going with and, this? And, and, and the, other, the last one, Genesis, is fucking terrible. I, I avoided that one. So. Oh, my God. I, I don't even know if I... I did... I did finish it, but only like because I couldn't think of anything else to do with my time. Yeah, not good. Yeah, it's not, not good. But I, it, fun. you know, Cameron's back on board with this one. Uh-huh. Tim Miller of, of Deadpool fame is is directing it. Looks like they seem to have uh, a, a solid vision sure. of what they're trying to do. Uh, I, I, I like um, what's that? Uh, Mackenzie Davis as as the kind of the. Human and Terminator looks like. A, yeah, we we still don't know what's going on. She looks right? like an enhanced human. I guess might be the best way to describe her so far. Yeah. Until we know any better. Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, but I still have questions. I still have lots of questions. Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, where's John Connor? Is is the timeline just shifted? Is it different now? Like, what what's happened since Judgment Day? Basically. Yeah, I mean. You know, Judgment Day was supposed to be inevitable, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm assuming, <laughs> and, you know, it, it's still inevitable. Now it's different. Yeah. But what do I know? So does this does this continue from two? Uh, yes. That is okay. the, the word that I have gotten is that th- this wipes out everything else. Everything else. Okay. Okay. It's kind of like a, it's it's sort of, it's like a semi-reboot. Got in it. Sense that, like, it's, so kind of like Halloween. Yeah, it's 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 shedding the stuff it doesn't want anymore. Okay, so yeah, so this is picking up from two, much like the other Halloween picked up from the original. Right, exactly. Got it. Okay, and, and you know, I, I'm I don't hate that approach. You know, I I can see how a lot of people would be like, oh, this kills everything else, but it's like, was everything else really worth keeping? I up? think you need to kind of kill yeah. the other stuff because it's now it's it's become so confusing. Kill the past. <laughs> yeah, essentially. Yeah. But um I mean, yeah, to a certain degree, some of these things you're like, okay, from here to here you have to admit this wasn't great. So I think, you know, we all keep one and two. And hopefully this one's gonna I mean, I don't wanna say it's gonna live up to those because that's a very high bar <laughs> reach. But I'm gonna say as long as it's decent, I'll be okay with it. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> Uh, I, again, I'm encouraged. Yeah. And this movie's coming out very soon. Uh, it's, yeah, it's what's the date on that? Right around the corner. Uh, let me double check. I pulled up the damn website so I, could, I would actually have that in front of me, and then I totally forgot <laughs> to look. So give me two seconds here, buddy. The Let's... internet is amazing. Oh. Ba 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 ba. Starring blah 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 blah. Coming soon. Uh, geez, November 1st. Oh, really? Yeah. It, wow. it, it's here quickly for all your your Thanksgiving Terminator needs. Yeah, no wonder. Yeah, because in uh, Mortal Kombat 11 just released some gameplay footage for Terminator, the uh, yeah, I saw that. Dark Fate version. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's looking pretty cool. So, yeah, they're going all out. You know, they had the, the T-800 uh, skins in uh, Gears of War 5 and... They got this in Mortal Kombat 11. They're going all out, so they really want this to be a hit, and I'm just hoping it lives up to that. I think I, I, I again, like I said, I'm optimistic. I feel like yeah. that's probably the general consensus. Yeah. You know, I don't. You know, it's coming out at the beginning of November. There's not probably not a lot of action films competing against it at the time. Sure. Um. So it has a chance. <laughs> you know, it just depends on like if it's if it's good or not. You know, like what the what the what the initial reviews are the initial screenings how all that plays out yeah we'll see i mean we should be hearing words of that pretty soon yeah i mean yeah we just gotta get through the joker yeah. <laughs> i feel After like the joker. i feel like that's the next big thing and then I, yeah. I, I nothing i can really think of for the rest of october maybe some you know you know a few horror movies probably coming out here and there but yeah i think so nothing but, uh, nothing of of block bo- you know blockbuster-esque scale yeah, I don't think so. Yeah. Should be it. Well, uh, Roger, got, I got another trailer to talk about. Yet more. Can you believe it? Uh, the new trailer for The King's Man is out. Oh, yes. And uh, I thought it looked fucking awesome. Yeah, I was really excited for that trailer. Yeah, uh, uh, Matthew uh, Matthew Vaughn returns to direct uh, his third Kingsman film. Very nice. And is starring uh, um, Ray Fiennes and, uh, I'm, I always say her name wrong, uh, Gemma, Gemma, Gemma Adderton. Hmm. I'm sure I said that wrong too, um, <laughs> and it looks really cool. It it it's yeah. set uh, right around the World War One. 
yeah. World War One. Yes. Um, and it has like this shockingly weird Downton Abbey vibe to certain scenes. <laughs> right. Which yeah. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Okay. <laughs> so it's going to be like Downton Abbey with, with knives and swords and stuff. Which sounds awesome. It kind of does, right? <laughs> like I, I think I'd probably watch Downton Abbey if there was more sword play. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's the the audience they never really connected with. Like, come the, on, BBC, sword enthusiasts, Let's make this happen. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing to me? Show me some swords. Uh, but I, 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 I don't know. I, I, I think I've mentioned before when, when we talked about the first trailer. Uh-huh. Really love the first Kings in the movie. Yep. The second one's good. Yeah, it's but fine. It, it doesn't quite hold a candle. Sure. Um, this one looks like it might be ratcheting things back up again. You know, yeah, with I a whole so. new story, new characters. Uh, the action looks top notch. I think World War One's a, a fantastic setting because yeah. I think that's such an interesting period of, of history. Yeah, they're going to bring out Rasputin to be the bad guy here. <laughs> I love it. Oh man, <laughs> it looks cool as fuck. Who's playing Rasputin? Do you know? Oh, I, I you know I couldn't even tell from the trailer, but all I know is that I'm going to have to listen to some Rasputin. Yeah, I don't know. They don't <laughs> they don't have it listed on on uh, on I on the IMDb's. Thanks, IMDb. <laughs> that is unfortunate. Yeah, they're not. You do not let Rasputin down like that. No, yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> they have, like, the Russian Master of Ceremonies this year, but they don't say who's playing Rasputin. What the fuck, Chuck? That's unfortunate. Yeah, but well. either way... Either way, it's going to cool. be cool. That's going to be a good time, man. I'm so stoked for that. Uh, yes. And that's not even coming out until next year. That's a 2020 flick. Yeah. So we, you know, we may get we we may get one more trailer. I don't even know if I need it though. They they, they nah. sold me a ticket. Yeah, I'm I'm gonna see it. It's coming out uh, February fourteenth. Nice. So, Just in time for Saint Valentine's. That's right. Take your loved one <laughs> to go see uh, Ray Fine's Kick Ass. <laughs> it's gonna be worth it. Oh yeah. You'll be loved forever. I hope so. <laughs> um, I keep doing ub. Don't do ubs all the time, Tom. Calm down. <laughs> Just yesterday, uh, Netflix and the Duffer Brothers re- released their announcement teaser for season four of Stranger Things. <laughs> Are you caught up? No, oh, not at all. I'm. Uh, I still got to get through season three. Uh, you know, I just, I just haven't got around to it. I don't all know. Right. Maybe over the holidays, you'll have a little time to yourself. You can get caught up. You know, I hope so. It's, it's a damn fine show. All season right. three is great. Uh, they use the teaser. Uh, to you know, it, it, hey, it's it just an announcement. You don't see any real footage. You see like some background stuff. Sure. Uh, but the and you see a lot of the, what looks like the upside down, but mm-hmm. it's possibly like maybe the upside down coming through and infecting the real world. We're not quite sure. Coming right side up. Coming right side up. <laughs> uh, but the big thing was that was the, was the little tagline uh, that says uh, we're not in Hawkins anymore. Interesting. So the the film the show looks like it's uh, gonna get a bit of a bigger scope. Nice. Now, where is it going to take place? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, What's I'm outside assuming, of Hawkins? <laughs> uh, or, or maybe it takes place in the, in, in the Upside Down. No. <gasps> the whole show there. takes place in the Upside Down. That'd be freaky weird. Yeah, that would be. I'm assuming he's got to start in Hawkins, though. I mean, that's where most of the kids are. Yeah, they got to get there from somewhere. <laughs> well, since you're not caught up, we can't even speculate on all the, all the fun stuff. I'm sorry. Oh, well. <laughs> well, we're going to do... We're gonna have to do like a, a special Stranger Things episode. A stranger once podcast. we yeah, once we know when when the release is gonna come up, we'll have to do like a thing. We'll make a thing about it. Yeah, I'll really, get caught really be able to get into it because yeah, I didn't get a chance. You know, I mentioned watching the show and, and telling mm. you know how much I enjoyed it and stuff like that, but we never really got into the nitty gritty of it. Sure, I was hoping to have. Uh, a special guest come on and talk about it with, but it didn't work out. Oh, well. And then Roger never watched it either. No, I failed again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we'll all get there. Hey, I mean, listen, we, like, you know, I, I'd say that we're a small independent podcast yeah. or, or, and podcast for a specific reason. That's because Roger and I have jobs that don't pay us to watch TV. Sadly, no. No, but if you know someone hiring to pay us to watch TV... Pass on the information. Yeah, I'll put my resume in right away. Right away, because you know what? I like watching TV. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, listen, we got a little bit of Star Wars news that came out. This came out a little bit, uh, I think, towards the end of last week, so it's not like super fresh, hot off the oven kind of stuff. It's pretty hot out of the oven. Yeah. yeah, it's reheated. Yeah. Microwaved Star Wars news. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, make sure you poke a few holes in the plastic first. You don't want to explode. You can't forget that. Yeah. So... They've announced uh, a creative team, a creative force 
for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Uh, they've selected uh, director Deborah Chow, who is coming off of The Mandalorian. Okay. And writer Hossein Amini as writer of the series. So all the elements are starting to come together. Nice. Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's going to be in a desert. At least he's going to start in a desert. Does he leave the desert? Does he go into space? Does he come back to the desert? Who knows? What's going to happen? <laughs> I hope so. What do you think... Let me ask you this. I don't think this has been talked about much, at least not by us. <laughs> but do you think this this Obi Wan series is is going to be like a one off? Like like this is just like Obi Wan Kenobi the mini series, <sighs> and then it's done? Or is there? You think there's going to be potential for like you know down the road when when you know we'll do season two when 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 you and McGregor's ready. We'll do season no. three when you and McGregor's ready. I think it should be a one off. I I feel like. Doing a long series of the adventures of Obi Wan before Luke is kind of like a little drawn out. Like I don't know. I I feel like that section of Obi Wan's life was supposed to be kind of he's coming off this grandiose you know whole experience with the Clone Wars mm-hmm. and the fall of the Jedi and everything. And this is kind of what I imagined would have been his time to kind of like be there, meditate, and kind of just come to terms with what he has left to do, which is to protect Luke. And I feel like if they take too much away from that, it's, you know, because everybody knows him as the kooky hermit, you know. Right. By the time, you know. That was just a crazy old man. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I've heard from Uncle Ben. Yeah, and it's just like... Which is, let's let's think about how weird that line is, by the way. That wizard is just a crazy old man. What? It, yeah, apparently wizards are a thing. <laughs> Space wizards. Yeah, which is awesome. Um, but yeah, no, it's just kind of like, <clears throat> this was supposed to be his time of going from, you know, who we see in episode three mm-hmm. to who we see in A New Hope, you know? And if we have him going on all these crazy adventures, it almost seems like he never has time to just sit down and become the Alec Guinness Obi-Wan. You know, the very mellow contained wise version of himself you know sure I, I I I think there's a strong argument for what you say and if they choose to go there I'm not gonna be mad about it but I do think there is there is a little bit of a of a of a window sure for some adventures yeah, yeah. because you know he's been in the desert a long time <laughs> that's true like how many years are between episode three and four I mean I guess it's like 18 to 20 right because like it looks like 17 18 when when a New Hope starts. Yeah, and he's already born at the end of episode three. And so we're so yeah, and about think, eighteen years. Yeah, and I, th- I think the show starts uh, eight years into Obi Wan's self-imposed exile. Got it. So I think there's a small window before he starts to kind of like, hey, maybe I should stop sticking my face out in the middle of the, of the galaxy. I think he's got two years before yeah. he's got to mellow out. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm okay if it's a if it's one story spread out over two years or something like that, two seasons sure. of a show, sure. perhaps. You yeah. know, maybe maybe you end that. season one on a cliffhanger, and then you wrap it up in the second season or something like that. Got it. Yeah. No, I think I think I could get behind that because I feel like it should be a short contained story because it would be kind of weird, especially if they do go the route of things happening on Tatooine and he's trying to like keep Luke safe, you know, in the background without him knowing kind of like a back to the future too, where you never see Marty protecting Marty or, you know, that kind of thing. But, um, I think if we get too much of that, it'll be a little cheesy, but I can see if maybe they do end up going off planet to do something important, and you gotta, you gotta really think that what's what's gonna be important enough to take Obi Wan off of his mission of protecting. Well, Luke. the 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 thing I can, the, the the idea that I thought of that kind of appealed to me was like that Obi Wan's taken off the planet not willingly, uh-huh. and he's basically like I have to get back. Mm-hmm. Um, Some inquisitor takes him off. Or yeah, something. or somebody who who knows who he is and needs help with him or something like that. Or maybe the movie, or maybe the I'm sorry, the movie. Maybe the show just stays on Tatooine and it's kind of like. Possible. Dealing with Jabba or, you know, something along those... I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, there's so much potential. And I guess, I think the, when, I, when I really break it down in my heart, deep in my heart, <laughs> the only reason why I'm, I would like to see, you know, two-ish, maybe three-ish seasons out of sure. the show is, like, I really just can't get enough of Ewan McGregor in that role. That's true. I mean, I, 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 will, I will still watch <laughs> the prequels despite all my, my complaints about them yeah. because I just like watching him in that part. I really, really do. I mean, he. I think he plays it well, despite not given being given a whole lot to work with sometimes. Yeah, and you know who doesn't love hearing him say hello there. 
But I mean, you know, we we learned a valuable lesson uh, from episode three from Obi Wan that you know apparently when he has the high ground, that's it's over. Just give up because yeah. he's going to cut you to pieces. So here is one thing that I would love to see. Who knows if they're going to go about it? A Force Ghost Qui Gon Jinn that they make reference to in uh, episode three. I know. I, Could they know, get Liam Neeson? I, I want to say yes so badly. I think they could. Yeah. But would, you know, would that happen? Fingers crossed, man. Fingers <laughs> crossed. I'm hoping this show's full of surprises, you know? Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll dive into some, like, Star Wars stuff on, on, a, on a special Star wars episode, but... Yeah. I'm, I'm very optimistic. And, I mean, yeah. we have the, Man- the Mandalorian's coming. And oh, yeah. we're going to be that doing... great. We're going to be breaking that show down episode by episode, too. Like, I think that show's going to take up a chunk of our time yeah, I think uh, so. going into the holidays. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not mad about it. <laughs> not at all. No. I mean, we just might sit here, like, fuck the news. And just <laughs> re- We're talking about The Mandalorian right now. Yep. That takes our time today. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it'll be like a four-hour episode for each one-hour episode of The Mandalorian. Because <laughs> we're going to get nuts. I believe it. And no one's mad about it, but... Well, maybe they are. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Don't be mad, please. <laughs> Roger, I have one more piece of business. All right. Let's get to business. Now, you're not going to be much help on this one. Oh, damn it. <laughs> but you, 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 you did not watch Preacher. Not to date. I'm not caught up with it yet. I got through like half of season two, I think. Hmm. Should I not spoil it or should I spoil it? <laughs> how bad of a spoiler is it? Is it's it? pretty bad. Okay, maybe not then, because I do plan on finishing it. Uh, just... Okay, so I'll I'll try to keep this <laughs> spoiler free. Spoiler free, but I have thoughts. Okay. Preacher on AMC wrapped up this past weekend. It's wrapped up. It's it's completed its its four season run. Oh, okay. And um, I kind of hated it. I'm not going to lie. You know, I kind of quibbled with that show. You know, there, there were things that I liked about it, things I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I stuck with it. I stuck through it. Yeah. And it started getting a a little bit off the rails Mm -hmm. here in season four as it, as it kind of was reaching its end game. Yeah. Though not nearly as good as somebody else's end game was. Sadly. Um, and they do something Mm. in this episode that to me completely invalidates their quest, their actions, uh, 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 and it makes me think that the, the writers of the show didn't have any fucking idea what they were doing. Now, do you think that's because they knew it was ending? Because remember we'd spoken about it before that they knew that this was going to be the last season, right? Yes. So, but they knew that before wrapping that up. Do you think they, prior to knowing that, do you think they had further plans to push it out? Does it feel like it was a rushed ending kind of thing, or... And it didn't feel like a rush ending in the sense that the when, when Game of Thrones closed up, like that yeah. felt rushed. Like those last couple of episodes of Game of Thrones, you're Just like, super oh, packed. wow, we're like on the Autobahn here. Got it. Uh, Preacher didn't have that vibe at all. Like this was... I, I just think this was kind of uh, not great storytelling. I don't. I, I think they wanted us just to follow along and connect the dots because that's what they were telling us to do. Sure. Even though the dots didn't make any sense where they were going. I don't like those kind of dots. No, and and you know they 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 want us to just kind of accept things. Uh, They're like, hey, we're gonna give you this ending. Just accept it because like we want these characters end in this place. Uh, and that's I didn't no fun. care for it. Um. Again, not to get. I'm trying to avoid any specific spoilers, but I will say to you, the yes. my the the thing that I was most concerned about when when they when they when when this became a thing in season two, you know, season two they're in in New Orleans, they're they're looking for God. Yes. Well, once God joined the fucking cast of the show, <laughs> I started to think the show didn't know what it was doing. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I didn't even think of that. I I just assumed it'd be kind of a short-lived thing. Well, yeah, he's basically, I mean, he's basically like like co-leading actor of season four. I mean, well, it's just damn. like, holy fucking God. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I said it. Um, again, I I might I may do a spoiler-specific episode r- review after you leave. Yeah, I think that might be <laughs> a good so idea. Just so I can 
purge the evilness out of me. And then, then you'll just you'll <laughs> I'll like, listen to it later. You'll download. Don't 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 listen. Just download no, just so we get the we, we get the, we get the ratings. Extra downloads. Yes. Yeah yeah yeah. But uh, oh my gosh, I was so upset. I was like. I was like, they can't do this. They can't do this. They can't do this. Then they did it. I was like, they did it. Motherfuck. How am I supposed to like these characters? How am I supposed to root for these characters? This is insane. Mm. And then it kind of keeps going for another 20 minutes. Oh, while they're no. like tying up all the loose ends. And you're like, this is dumb too. <laughs> they got They got one part right. One part. And I'll tell you what it is after you finally get caught up in three years or whatever it's going to be. <laughs> Sounds good. So I'm assuming then it just did completely threw the comic book storyline out the window. Well, they got the one part, right? Okay. <laughs> got it. I mean, but like I said, the, the, the show started to deviate from the comic books pretty, pretty radically sure. in the last few episodes as they're, they're, they're kind of gearing up for, well, I can't tell you cause you're not that far yet. <laughs> gearing up for a thing. There's a thing coming and they have to deal with a thing and there's a person with the thing and the, it's a whole thing. That's fine. I'm gonna. There's gonna be a cleansing. <laughs> I, I, uh, Roger, I may have to do a, a special show without you tomorrow, just where I just like Roger, don't listen. All right, I will be sure not to listen. <laughs> it'll to that be one. it'll be the uh, episode of uh, 40, 42 appendix, you know, release. <laughs> like this is the part that made me want to kill somebody. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm just disappointed. Uh, I've, I've said it before. The comic book is near and dear to my heart. Yeah, I love it to pieces. Uh, I'm gonna be spending my winter break rereading it. Yeah, nice. Because I was really just really bummed out. Mm. I, uh, you know, I thought they, I, th- I liked the actors. I liked the casting of the show. Yeah. I think they did, for the most part, they did really well with their, with their interpretations of Jesse and Tulip and, and uh, Cassidy. Cassidy. Yeah. Um, but I run into some real problems with the Tulip character in this season. No. Uh, Jesse ends up in a place where I'm like, I'm not sure you earned that. Oh, okay. And, you know, they keep Cassidy pretty true to Cassidy, at least the show's version of Cassidy, which is sure. fine because yeah. I, I don't. It, it doesn't. Not everything has to be lockstep with the comic book. Sure, I, I, the show can exist as its own thing, but you can't try to cheat me. Yeah, as a, as, a, as someone who's been paying attention for four yeah. years. Sure. So it, it bummed me out, and I'm hoping I'm not discouraging you too much. I, I hope you no, get, do, you do I'm get caught up. I'm still gonna watch it, and uh, I'll be there with you in the hate in uh, probably or, a couple or, months. You know, maybe maybe you're not having that heartfelt connection will make you enjoy it more. Oh uh, well, maybe. But I don't know. we'll have an inter- interesting discussion at some point about it. Yeah, probably not on the <laughs> podcast because no one will care. Like you know, in a year from now. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, just oh man. Oh man, I have so many thoughts and so many words I want to get out. And like I, like I said, there may be a spoiler, spoiler-filled preacher review. <laughs> I thought you weren't watching it, and I was gonna be able to like just come in here and just like <laughs> just all over vent. the place, yeah, and just get it all out. But it's still in me. The poison's still in my veins. <laughs> oh, Gotta gosh. bleed it out. Oh yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to. It's oh, ridiculous. Oh, so sad. <laughs> so sad. And again. Show I love so so I, I, not the show I love I, I enjoyed the show sure but yeah this season the last couple of episodes you was like is this really what we're doing <laughs> is this oh, real baby. life oh ba- <laughs> yeah, is this real life give me the comic any day <laughs> very nice but I'm glad it exists I'm glad it was out there sure I hope that the show uh, made fans of people who don't know the comic book and who yeah. have, have gone back to pick it up because they're like oh this I'm curious I would like to see. How this all started, where this all came from. Yeah. Uh, because uh, that comic book came out in the mid to late 90s, and, I mean, a lot has happened in the world. So those characters are, are a bit different than when, they, when you do a TV show in, in 2019, 2018, 2017. Yeah. You know, so you got you got to make a few changes. I get it. Very true. But don't, don't pass off your horseshit story <laughs> and just think I'm going to accept it, because I'm not. We will not. I call bullshit. <laughs> oh. All right, the poison's still in me. We'll get it out later, though. All right, sounds I'll good. just drink more of this Carl Schultz beer until it numbs the pain. Yeah. How are you enjoying your Carl? You okay? Uh, you know what? It was so good, I downed it. <laughs> but, that, I mean, that is the, the tradition of a good Hans-Toberfest beer. Well, I've been babbling incessantly for, like, the last 20 minutes, I think, so. <laughs> so, yeah. Mm. But Nothing uh, new there, right? Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> it gives me time to enjoy such a nice beer. No, it'll be great because like, we'll wrap this episode up, and then uh, like like I'll, I'll find like twenty minutes tomorrow to just just like <laughs> yell into a microphone about preacher, and you know I'll lose my voice. But by the time you, I see you next week for the show, we'll, you should be, we'll good. be okay. Yeah, sounds <laughs> great. Oh my goodness, 
Oh my goodness, Roger, I think we have to wrap it up. But, but do you have anything else? You got anything you want to share? Uh, How's life? Tell the people what's going on. It's been it's been a good life. Good life. Good uh, life. I got a uh, a little bit of a homework assignment that you guys will hear soon. So yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We'll, we'll get back to that one Hans, shortly. Hans Tober related. Yeah, Hans Tober um, related. It's it's a shame we are you know October starting here, um, and we're gonna we're gonna start getting into some uh, the creepies and the cookies. Oh yeah, it's it's about to be some spooky time. Yeah, it's it's gonna get it's gonna get scary on on to the Tomcast podcast. One might even say groovy. You're gonna listen to us carve pumpkins. <laughs> I can't wait for you guys to hear that episode. Oh yeah, it'll just be knives on squash skin. Oh my gosh, <laughs> and then I'll slip and you know nick my finger and I'll be like fuck, and yeah. it'll, be, it'll be amazing. You're gonna have to imagine the blood. They won't. I'll take pictures for him. <laughs> Be on it. Follow us on Instagram at the Tomcast underscore Popcast to see all the blood on my pumpkin. <laughs> I don't do that. I'm a professional pumpkin carver. God damn it! I've only been doing it for how old am I? Thirty-ish <laughs> years on my own without parental guidance. That's pretty good. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. All right. Well, if you haven't aren't sick of us yet, um, please write us a five star review. Uh, small podcast like this. Yeah, they, we, we need all the help we can get, you know? Yep. We, we're not getting bankrolled by some giant multinational corporation. Nope. So help spread the word about us. We appreciate it. Then those reviews go a long way to doing that for us. Uh, follow along with us at Tomcast underscore Popcast on Twitter and at the Tomcast underscore Popcast on Instagram. And please feel free to engage with us via those mediums as well. Yeah. Uh, and if you don't like Twitter or Instagram, maybe I should get an email going. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> if you guys want an email, let us know somehow. <laughs> Deploy a raven yeah. <laughs> and let us know that we should get an email set up for you. Or if you know my email address already, just hit me up on it. Very true. Or text me if you have that phone number too. Yeah, do, do whatever like it takes. I feel like I just give my phone number to people when they ask. I'm really <laughs> loosey-goosey about that. Um, what else? Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? If, you, if you're if you up for it, uh, join Pophead Nation over at patreon.com slash Popcast. And there's going to be cool things coming on that very, very soon, I promise. Uh, and I think that's all we got for now. Yeah, sounds good. Pretty full show. I think so. Good news, mostly good news. Yeah. Some of that preacher nonsense. Yeah, minus the preacher nonsense. I think it was a good show. Good news all around. I may have to vent about that still. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. <laughs> Special shout out to all my friends in, in in the DMV area. I hope you guys uh, are enjoying and reveling in the Nationals' victory last night. It was a great game. Sending the Brewers home and the Nats finally winning a playoff series. So good on them. And hockey season starts tonight. The NHL's back. Let's do this. I'm gonna go get like counseling or something. Uh, <laughs> Roger's gonna you know get the hell out of here before he uh, you know I make him insane. <laughs> Might get some more beer. Who knows? Yeah, we can do that too. <laughs> uh, thank you guys so much for listening. We're gonna be back very very soon. And uh, for Roger Smith, I'm Tom. And ciao, babes. You ask for miracles, dear. I give you the death. B-I. We're not gonna be fucking sunk this year!